Welcome to this week's Century of Comics. I'm Alex Dashback. And my name is Sheikh Zula, the Mike Rula, the old Skula. You want a trip? I'll bring it to you. Well, I guess we just got sued by William Street, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's been a blast, everyone. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, but before we get sued into oblivion, we're going to be talking about our part two of our top ten of the year for 2018. Yeah, listen to this Not podcast. Our top ten of 2019. Oh, yeah, that would be bad. You should definitely label that correctly. Note to self. <laughs> Don't have a typo. Okay. <laughs> Noted. I put a reminder in Alex's phone to not fuck it up. Cool. Cool. And it's we've a good, already yeah, it's a good reminder. It. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up. There will be spoilers ahead. That might be the fastest we've ever done that. Yeah. It's good for us. Yeah. yeah. Good for me. Yeah. I'm the one that did it. Good you for us. Me. We're on top of things. 2019. Yeah. Starting yeah. the year off right. Yeah. I think. Uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about the our- new year? How was your new year? Um, so you have to talk about yourself. People want to know more about you. So, You're so mysterious. Uh, we're going to talk about cute. our favorite, not uh, really cute, overall comic series of the year. And I think I've got a favorite limited series as well. I don't know if you do, but why don't you go ahead and lead us off with what you think was everyone should pick up and read? Well, thank you. I had a a great new year as well. I stayed at home as my girlfriend is in San Francisco right now. Uh, and I just drank and cried and it was magical and great. Um, do you want to get into the best limited runs of the of Yeah, the sure. Oh, cool. I'm glad that I came up with that idea all by myself. <laughs> uh, I actually had a cop out on this category. I, I had a tie. I'm sorry yeah, that I'm wow. not sorry. You're the king of just having ties for things. Mm. Is this just going to be like, I don't have a number five, three, four, but I have five number ones? <laughs> yes. God damn it. I need to replan <laughs> this podcast. Uh, my best limited run, I talked about it last week, was uh, Snagglepuss. Uh, Exit Stage Left by Mark Russell. Uh, It tells the story of Snagglepuss as a famous playwright uh, in the Cold War times. During uh, the height of the the Senate hearings uh, about communists. Yes. Uh, Yeah. And it turns out that uh, Snagglepuss is gay and being blackmailed uh, in has the threat of being blackballed by Hollywood if he doesn't cooperate and sell communist out. Yeah. And I thought it was a really great turn for one of the stars of now you see me too. Uh, but he managed to pull it off and he's really great comic. He's a great actor and the kids are all right. It's a wonderful one. In case you haven't seen that. Oh, I like the kids are all right. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I was like, what is he? Motherfucking Mark Ruffalo again. You just Son got of- gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to jam you into next week. You're going to get so jammed. Um, my second favorite was one that I actually just read this past week. Yeah. Boom goes the dynamite. Recency bias, bias much? Probably not. Um, it is Eternity Girl by Magdalene Visaggio who I'd never heard of before. However, she did an excellent six-issue limited run for the now-debunked Young Animal imprint. Defunct or debunked? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Defunct. Yeah. No, it was debunked. <laughs> it <does not laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the question came around, and there's a it was a really meta arc where the question was solving the Young Animal imprint and how actually Gerard Way is not a real person. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Eternity Girl, for those of you who don't know, is about a depressed, immortal being who basically wants to kill herself, but because she's immortal, so she it's Sandman. Uh, no. Okay. It's Sandman. Sandman but- too. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sandman still Sandin. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo at the beach. <laughs> What's the the title for Weekend at Bernie's too? Uh, it's Weekend at Bernie's Still too. Burning. Salmon at the beach. <laughs> God damn you! Uh, this is a beautiful book. The art in this is absolutely incredible, uh, and the story is fresh and not like Sandman. I I can't stress I, that enough. Yeah, I'd never really. I mean, maybe like I'd never really paid attention or heard of it, so I'll check it out. Because last year you tried telling about Redneck, and I was like, that's dumb. And then I read it yesterday and loved it. Yeah, you're going to read this book and come back and we'll we'll talk later. And Alex will apologize publicly for saying that <laughs> he didn't know what Eternity Girl was. Mark my words, bitches. Uh, my favorite limited series was Rogue and Gambit uh, by Kelly Thompson. Gambit's my favorite all-time comic book characters. They're probably my favorite comic book couple of all time. Okay, can you back up for a second and tell me who these characters are? Are they in anything else? Uh Gambit is actually a dog who's a bit of a tramp. Um and is the other one Rogue Rogue is a Rogue is a little pampered uh pup that lives with two Siamese cats that just torture it and they share a plate of spaghetti and what I mean Rogue just noses the meatball and rolls it towards her and then Gambit rolls it back and they eat a noodle and they share the same noodle and they kiss and it's romantic and that's the entire six issue run. Uh, the only thing that I have to say about that is my girlfriend is Italian, and I called her a meatball once, and she got upset at me. Why? Meatballs are delicious. <laughs> I, How is that an insult? I thought, I thought that she was delicious yeah. and round and plump. If someone called so me, bad? If someone called me a bowl of ramen, I'd be like, I don't understand it, but I'm okay with that. If I'm, I just thank the Lord that my girlfriend never listens to our podcast because if she ever <laughs> called me, heard me call her round and plump. I wouldn't. Be. I too am she very glad. Not either of those things. I'm glad that she doesn't support you either. She is gorgeous <laughs> and fit, and I am lucky to have her in my life. So she's more of like an Italian sausage, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. You you really moved up in this world. Yeah, I know. Thank yeah. you. Um, but Rogue Gambit is a great six issue run. I'm really excited for the pseudo sequel series, Mister and Mrs. X, also written by Kelly Thompson. Mister X. Um, and just. If you love either one of those characters, if you grew up on the X-Men cartoon in the 90s, I mean, it's impossible not to like. I think he has a really bad fake Cajun accent, and I think he's trying to hide who he really is. Are you talking about, like, when you read, like, the word bubbles of the game, but you're like, that's not a real accent. Yeah. So, like, your own head is like, I'm like this is a yeah. terrible accent. Like, he's... I'm on to you, Remy. <laughs> Yeah, people you're probably from New York City. I was like, people just are humoring you. Like, you really don't sound Cajun at all. <laughs> um, moving on to the best new comic of the year, uh, I have a feeling, and I could be totally wrong, uh, that we might have a, the same best new comic of the year. But Farmhand, Rob Guillory, uh, he was in the running for me for um, best writer of the year. I really, really like this book. I thought the idea was fresh and original. Uh, just like the body parts grown in the book. Uh, mine was not farmhand. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> cool. I just, I know that we discussed how yeah. much you liked yeah. it and you said, Matt, I really love this book. Thank you so much for showing me. Can I give you a hundred dollars? And I'm still waiting on the hundred dollar payment. Mine was multiple <laughs> man by Matthew Rosenberg. Really? Yeah. Who was a finalist for, uh, my favorite writer of the year. Uh, cause Rosenberg stuff at Marvel has been amazing. Uh, and I just thought it was a great book with a character I love with an interesting twist. And I can't 
it's a series I never wanted to end, even though it's a six issue series. Uh, but I just thought it was great, and it reminded me of Peter David's uh, run with Multiple Men. And I'm blanking out now, not at the X Force series, but I can't remember that great Peter David run where New Magic was ahead of the team, and it's going to kill me. Well, it sounds like you really don't know comics very much. As the resident person who I knows am an how to read, in Heathcliff, <laughs> he hates Mondays. Love lasagna. Alex, you are the resident comic book reader and um, non-illiterate here, and I really would expect more from you. It's a great title to have, non-illiterate. <laughs> you know you're in good company when the people just refer to you as the non-illiterate. <laughs> Look at this fucking weirdo. He's a non-illiterate over here. That's what advanced degrees get you. Fucking asshole clown. Why don't we go ahead and jump into our basically second half of our top. Ten. Oh, you don't have a favorite comic of the oh, year? Oh, I do. Holy crap, I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Yeah, what's your comic of the year? Uh, everybody, uh, please ignore this next part. Fast forward 30 seconds because I'm about to chew Alex out. I thought you were going to sing everybody. We have show song. notes, my friend. Like, what the we fuck call is your show notes for short. Yeah. <laughs> you need to refer to your shows a lot more often yeah. because this is unacceptable, bud. Yeah. This aggression will not stand, man. So are we not talking about everybody loves Raymond? Oh, shit. I thought that we were just trying to everything that we said. Was I cool. really enjoy Deborah. <laughs> I really enjoy everyone who's not Raymond. I mean, that's just contradictory title. Now you're just trying to be uh, part of the counterculture, and that sorry that died with that died at Kent State. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, uh, best comic of the year, um, Alex. What was your best comic of the year? Your favorite comic of the year? My favorite comic of the year, which was also coincidentally the best comic of the year. Uh, was Deadly Class by Rick Remender and Wes Craig. It's, so that doubles as our best ongoing series. Yes. Uh, it's It was amazing. It's uh, The art's fantastic. The story's fantastic. Every character that he writes is great. It's uh, set in the 80s. It's punk rock. It's everything I want, and I can't wait for the TV show. Yeah, I'm very, very pumped for this TV show. And this, uh, this series is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I never want it to end. Very few series have I gone back and started collecting the old issues of, and this is one of those series that I've made a point to go and want to own every single issue of it. Yeah, I actually purchased like the beautiful hardcover editions that collect the first those three arcs for each one. Massive, yeah, too, buddy. and yeah, and they're amazing, and I'm glad that I've had in my collection. Uh, they are gorgeous. I can attest to that. Uh, I actually need to kind of flip through them a little bit. I actually saw one at Half Price Books for 20 bucks of the day, the first one, and I about peed my pants, but I didn't get it. <laughs> but did you pee your pants? I about did. Okay. I nearly okay. did. Um, but you just pooped yourself instead. Yeah, I just yeah. shit thank, myself thank so goodness. hard. There was so much brown, and it smelled so good. This was brown? <laughs> shit jokes. Everybody's favorite since You're joking? the dawn of time. Uh, uh, my favorite book was Black Hammer. That's a weird way to say deadly class, but... <laughs> So yeah, Marcus is great. Uh, I really just can't wait for more Deadly Class. Okay, on to our whatevers. I've talked about Black Hammer enough that I feel yeah. like we could honestly just do that. Um, I don't. If you want to know my opinions on Black Hammer, go and and listen to our other podcast because it's easily your it's favorite there. book of the year. If you had to do a top three black books of the year, it would be Black Hammer, Black, black Science, Science, Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther is definitely yeah. at the bottom of that list. Uh, but our, even our last podcast, I talked about how much I love black hammer. Yeah. So I feel like I can just kind of leave it there. Uh, but I will add that. And I know that we spoke about this a little bit before, but I just got the poster, uh, signed by Jeff Lemire. 
yeah. in the Frank Miller style. It's, it's on, on our, our Instagram. Instagram. Hey, Jinx. Oh, man. Yeah. Are we a bunch of bros or what? Yeah, we just did a, uh, an, an audible slap hands. Yeah. That <laughs> I was... guess when you do clap, it does make a noise, too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. for most people, it does. Not yeah. always for us. It's true. It's weird. <laughs> we are seeing a doctor about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's get into our top five. You want to recap uh, our top real quick too, just to six? add to Black Hammer. Oh, thank uh, you. Real for the quick, love of God. I will say one thing that's amazing about the series is that it's not just like okay, here's five issues. Here's like the next five issues, next five issues. It's here's five issues, here's five issues, and then here's a spinoff series connected to the world. Here's another spinoff series connected to the world. But it just builds the universe. It doesn't take away anything from it. It just makes it even stronger, which is really great for comic series. They've actually completed three side uh, series for it so far. And they're going to start the the fourth one this next year. Took them long enough. <laughs> yeah. There's only three trades out. And the third trade just came out yeah. on Wednesday. Um, but yeah. Of like three weeks ago. We're recording this in advance. Don't tell, don't tell Alex <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll cut that in post. <laughs> yes, thank God. Cut it that in post. It's now cut in post. <laughs> Can you believe these assholes actually believe that you're cutting some posts? They're such they're so dumb. Uh, that I'm actually gonna cut in post. <laughs> it is now cut in post. Can you cut this in post? So, too? anyways, uh yeah, let's go and jump into our top five. Okay. Uh what was your number five dude out of the year? Uh I started last week, so do you want to start this week? Uh yeah, sure. Bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, my number part of the year was the film most likely to win in a Golden Globe and Academy Award, which oh, is Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. Uh, which it was fantastic. Uh, I think Kamala was one of my favorite villains in the Marvel Universe. You only have it as number five. Why do you hate black people? Because I have it ranked higher than you. Uh, are you saying that there's no minorities in any of my other films that are ranked higher? I mean, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you're in for a real shock then. <laughs> um. But it was great. I mean, the casting again, like Ant-Man and the Wasp was fantastic. Uh, Wakanda was done incredibly well. The world was super interesting. Uh, and I'm excited for more, uh, as I am basically for everything Marvel does. And I really... Uh, and even like, even though... Spoilers, 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 he died. Uh, Ulysses Claw was another what? great addition to the first half of the film. Uh, and... I'm just excited to go back there, and I'm glad that Ryan Coogler's on board to direct the sequel. Yeah, I really like uh, Andy Goes to the Circus and all the elephants and giraffes that he brought to the movie. Are you thinking about Dumbo? Oh. Did you watch? I'm yeah. thinking about The Greatest Showman, actually. Oh, uh, okay. That is easily the worst Wolverine film I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my bad. He murders no one in that film. His claws <laughs> never pop out. I was impressed by how well Wolverine could sing, but never once did he mention Jean Grey. Yeah, I think it was just a big affront. Like, I think in The Greatest Showman 2, he's going to really come alive as Wolverine. I can only hope. Are they, are they making a sequel of that? For the love of God, please no. <laughs> like, if you're the world's greatest showman, is it like the world's second best showman? My only solace is that it didn't get nominated for Best Picture, so I was not forced to watch it before the Academy oh, Awards that's good. last year. Didn't it come out? Oh, yeah, it was last year. Okay. Anyways, back on topic. Number five, uh, the Aquaman with the Aqua Plan, and his name is not Aqua Dan. It's Arthur. And what's one thing, like when we record the Aquaman podcast, I regret not talking about like, my favorite moment in the film. Yeah, you uh, and me, like right as we yeah. were done, Alex was like, fucking shitty titties, man. He's like, bro, I can't believe that we didn't talk about my favorite fucking part of the movie, bro. In case you guys were lost, that was actually Matt doing an impression of me. I know it was uncanny. Yeah, it uh, sounded just There wasn't like two Alex. Alex's in the room. Uh, <laughs> I'm not able to clone myself yet. Just keep yeah. talking. Uh, 
But you know that you don't come out of the left side and I come out of the right side. You know that, right? No, because we both come out of the back side. <laughs> uh, everyone knows that who records audio. Uh, and yeah, that's the pimp side. And my favorite scene in the movie was whenever uh, Mira and Aquaman encounter Arthur, uh, the trench for the first time, and they're swimming underwater with the flare. And you just see countless hordes of the trench surrounding them. I, th- I thought that was fantastic visually. It showed James Wan's uh, background as a horror director, and it was just a fantastic moment. Do you think James Wan was the person that dressed each and every one of them? Yes. <laughs> I hate it with his eyes closed. Just, just maintain professionalism. Their wardrobe <laughs> fittings took weeks. <laughs> the Me Too movement really put a big damper on James Wan. No, no, no. People. Because he actually got a preview of Bird Box before we ever saw it. And he's like, you know what? Oh, I'm, shit. Is that I'm, it? Yeah. I'm going, I'm going to Bird Box this. Did Sandra Bullock and Boy and Girl both help? Yes, they did. Both Boy. Girl was a little lazy. Uh, <laughs> but you can only do so much with child actor laws. Um, and... Aquaman, I believe, now has surpassed Justice League's worldwide total, so I'm sure there'll be a sequel announced. Uh, and then knowing DC, it Bill- also surpassed uh, Wonder Woman's total. Did it really? Yes, I as know. Of the uh, yeah. day that we're recording this, I know it hasn't been as big Hunter. a hit in the U.S., but overseas it's done incredibly well. So I'm sure DC will announce a sequel, and then it'll be delayed by two or three years. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've said numerous times that this is a popcorn film. So grab your popcorn, like Des Bryant, mm-hmm. and get ready to watch this film. And because I'm better than you, I've got Black Panther ranked number four overall. Um, well, you said Wakanda was beautiful. I thought actually Wakanda needed some improvement. Oh, they're gonna be like, but I thought Wakanda was gorgeous. <laughs> you thought it was beautiful. I thought you were gorgeous. Yeah, baby. you. It's this super <laughs> technological city, advanced like anything I've ever seen. You're like, uh, I mean, I've seen better. <laughs> Have most- you seen Tulsa? <laughs> yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma is the most gorgeous thing you've ever seen, baby. Maybe Wakanda should try and. Uh, have a lot more uh, crime and awful things have happened. In yes, history. exactly. Yeah, that's what we need. A more crime-ridden crime ridden Wakanda. Uh, there are some ab- absolutely amazing moments in Black Panther that you don't really get out of a lot of other Marvel movies, um, except for maybe one that we've already talked about. Uh, but there's a sweet-ass car chase that ended with a spear yeah. upending a car, and that really, really stuck with me. All the scenes with Claw... Uh, absolutely love all that shit. All the scenes with Shuri were fantastic too. Yeah, Shuri's great. Uh, and like, and we talked about it too. Like, people complain that the movie is Killmonger story and not Black Panthers. Even if that is, I'm okay with that. It, it didn't take it didn't take anything away from me from the picture. I think it definitely was Killmonger story more than Black Panthers. Uh, Black Panther was a highlight. It's kind of weird, but I mean that it seems kind of true. It's kind of a tragic tale. Yeah. Uh, my number four. And we already mentioned it was Titans. Uh, we talked about... Wait, how did I get into my number four before your number four? I don't know. How do we you do that? You son of a bitch. You trickster. Yeah. I'm, you motherfucking I'm Loki. Uh, but my number four, uh, like I said, was Titans. And you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I'm glad that Jeff Johns is back to writing. It shows in the script. And big spoilers for the end of Titans if you haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the after credit scene. But if you watched Titans and didn't know there was one, definitely wait and watch the after credit scene. Because it leads into season two, which has already been renewed. But like part of the frustrating things like the Arrowverse shows is that you don't get a lot of the big people. I know we're getting Lex Luthor. I know Superman shows up for like two episodes and then Supergirl beats him up or beats him in a race. Which is annoying. But in Titans, you actually get Batman uh, for an episode. And you get to see Batman in full badass display 
showing why he's the best that there is and just beating up a crap ton of people. He's the best around. And that actually plays the entire time. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just awesome. Dick singing it <laughs> under his breath. So They paid a lot yeah, of money. That was a really powerful moment. <laughs> and I expect that to be to sweep the Emmys across all categories. That absolutely sounds like something Dick would do, too. So and I'm just to the chagrin of Batman. I'm really excited for season two. Uh, I think we will get his further journey into becoming Nightwing. Uh, as well as in a major addition to the team. Do you think we're looking to forward to until twenty twenty to get that? I that's a good question because I know that's why I asked. Yeah, you. I don't ask bad questions because their slate's pretty full for DC Universe. Uh, next, and I want to say this week, next week we get Young Justice uh, coming out, and they're doing three episodes at a time for Young Justice, which I like that release schedule better. Uh, then we're getting we'll talk about all three, I'm sure. Yeah, and then after that, if I have to. Can't remember what we're getting. I know we're this year. No, we're getting Doom Patrol in February. Yeah. Uh, and then okay. Swamp Thing is May. October is Stargirl. I want to say November is Harley Quinn. So there's months to fit in uh, season two of Titans, but I don't know what the plan is. For Maybe that. December of next year or November. Maybe. If yeah. Trying to or in like it. that summer. Yeah, where they have like that gap between like uh, I mean, May and October. I mean, they're really trying to to overlap everything. So yeah. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, so I thought it was a good start and a good strong debut for the DC Universe series, and I'm hoping the rest can maintain the quality of that show. I really hope that our our top three line up because if any of my top three are not in your top three, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna be so salty. All right, all right. What was your number three? Uh, it's your you're going again. You're going back to back like I do. <laughs> okay, fine. You dick clown. My number three was Deadpool two. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's in my top three. Okay. Uh, it's great. It's a strong sequel. Just as good as the first film. Uh, Cable is fantastic. Domino is great. The short-lived X-Force was fantastic. The jokes were great. Juggernaut was amazing. It's a film that you can watch again and again and again. Yeah. Were you actually surprised by that Juggernaut? Yes, I was. Which which is which is what made it better, too. Yeah. There yeah. was no... Nobody said, hey, Juggernaut's in this fucking movie. Which is what I mean for a film like this to be, even though it's like it's shock, it's got that shock humor that it pulls off really well. Ryan Reynolds is was born to play Deadpool. The fact that they can still keep stuff like that under wraps is fantastic, and of course the amazing cameo that was in the film too. You kept one of the biggest X Men villains a fucking secret for all of fucking production. Yeah, nobody knew. That's incredible. Yeah, of course. I mean, Juggernaut's not real, so it's probably just a big guy on stilts. That's how you know films made, right? It's just tall guys are on stilts. Yeah. Uh, Colossus I, was fantastic again. So it was Negasonic Teenage Warhead. It was great to see them. Uh, and that cameo too with the other X-Men team in the X-Mansion was one of my favorite moments of the entire year. Yeah, and I liked hearing how that all came to be. I'm actually, I've got that sitting on my uh, PlayStation right now. I think I'm going to watch that tonight. I think you should. Uh, I, it's it's worth countless rewatches. It's and a very cold, snowy night. Do you want to come over and watch it in bed because my girlfriend's out of town perfect. and I'm sad? Do you yeah, want to just yeah, come snuggle? Yeah, it's the perfect depression movie. I appreciate it's that. in the love story. You're a sweetheart. Uh, I, I mean, even though there's been no announcement for a sequel, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure it's just on hold while the Fox is the merger sorts things out. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's definitely going to be a Deadpool 3. Uh, I don't think Ryan Reynolds has to argue uh, with any James Gunn related director issues. <laughs> so I think we're, we're all clear on that one. My number three is Spider-Man into the spider verse, baby. Holy crap. I'll tell you that was an oversight. I completely forgot about <laughs> the film and it, it did not make my top 10, oh. but it would have, uh, in fact, and it should have. Yeah. I will say it probably would have slated in around like number five, uh, on mine. So what, what was six. your number 10 black, uh, lightning? Oh, so yeah. black lightning didn't make yeah. your top 10. No, 
So yeah, this, like this is what we both talk about Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse because it was fantastic. Yeah, that animation style was the coolest thing that I've ever fucking seen. I'm glad you did it this year because I fucked up last year with Legion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really glad you did it this year. At least it wasn't yeah, my number one. We both realized it like as we said, the other one said it too. That's excellent. Yep. Um, the Miles story, we get an origin story, but we get it super quick. Yeah. Um, holy shit, Jake Johnson. Yeah, it was fantastic. Absolutely amazing, yeah. Peter Parker. Nick Cage was uh, amazing too. The voice cast was just perfect all the way around. It's, again, no sequel's been announced, but I'm hoping that we get one soon because I want to explore the Spider-Verse further. Uh, I own my top two movies of the year. Actually, I own my number one, two, and four, and I plan on owning my three and five too. Yeah, I mean, that only makes sense. Uh, yeah, they're so good. I'm sure there'll be some great extras too on the Blu-ray for Into the Spider-Verse as well. Maybe a little short, like you get like on the Pixar movies, you know? Sometimes you get that there's a little short to watch. Yeah. Blu ray extras. Yeah, maybe we can get that. If we're fucking lucky. Maybe Spider Ham's universe. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about this film. All I can say is that I wanted another Spider Man movie in my life. <laughs> Not really, but I got one. Yeah. And it, it's funny too, because like I'm happy I did. I remember like the new spider-man film we're like yeah, i mean we'll see it and spider-verse like before like we saw the trailer we're like i mean we'll see it it's whatever and they both turned out to be fantastic yeah i was absolutely floored five minutes into this movie and i was i just thought holy yeah. shit and they did justice to one of the i think one of the best if not the best like newer marvel character with miles yeah so, it absolutely and his family floored me just the like and i said it at the time like i still want to see this in 3d yeah i'm gonna buy a 3d tv just to watch this movie perfect I really won't, though. That's called investing. <laughs> in your kid's ears, I'm nesting Eminem. Bam. I've thrown in a Snoop Dogg reference and an Eminem reference. Am I the coolest I guy like ever? I like the Eminems with peanut butter inside. I think they're better than Reese's Pieces. <laughs> um, there's so many cool moments in this. And Aunt May being a badass <laughs> was just an yeah. extra one. Loved it. Willie Tomlin. Nailed it. So that was your number three film of the year, right? That was my number three, okay. yeah. So you're, we're on to your number two. So my number two film of the year. Uh, it's no surprise. Oh, uh, wow. I'm actually, here's the, the crazy part. I got to look over my list real quick because I have no, I know what one of yours is going to be, uh-huh. but I don't know what the other one is. I know. My number two film of the year is Avengers Admitted the War. Oh my God, what's your number one? I'm so lost. Did I miss something? So. Oh no, did I do it again? Matt's breaking down. Is this Home Alone 2, but for podcasting? Oh no. No, it's it's Home Alone 3, still New Yorkin'. Uh, Home Alone 3 is the greatest film I've ever written. <laughs> but I, I really don't know what I can say about this film that hasn't been said. Um, the sequel's going to be amazing, I'm sure. Uh, the performances were incredible the feat of just pulling this off from a technical standpoint from pulling everyone together to building a universe for this shared story that took 10 years just to get here i mean it it was an incredible feat and it's sad like i will be happy if black panther takes home golden globes or oscars but in my film in my opinion this should be earning uh some hardware at the award shows yeah let me do my number two and number one because i'm so i have no clue what your number one is okay um Oh my god! My number two is Deadpool two, and my number one is Avengers. Okay, uh, I know that that was the lamest, lead-in, <laughs> but we'll both. I'll do my ten through one. You'll do your ten through two in a second. Yeah. But oh my god, let's talk about Deadpool two again for a second. How is that weird ass villain story in Deadpool two? I love that. What's the kid's name? 
Uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name. The actor is great. Ass eater uh, or something. Julian, I think his name is. Um, but what's his like his uh his mutant name? I can't remember. For the you're life so of stupid. I don't, I don't remember it either. I'm gonna watch this tonight. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, let's remember that he's got his prison knife square. Alex, away. I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, send you a voicemail and it's gonna say his name and I'm gonna need you to cut it into the podcast. Perfect. Thank you. That is no cut into the podcast. <laughs> you are my hero, sir. Uh. I was so nervous for Deadpool 2. I thought it was going to suck so many dongs. I thought I was going to hate it. And uh, it did, but like in a positive way. Yeah, it yeah. sucked the best dongs. Yeah. Like those dongs were greased up and ready to fucking go. Um, That was a weird thing to say. <laughs> greased up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they were greased up and ready to go. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, Josh Brolin as Cable was mm-hmm. so fitting. Yeah. I don't think we we talked nearly enough about how great no. Josh Bowen was. In the this reference role. to Hope as well, his daughter Hope Summers, a character too, was just fantastic. Yep. getting that brief glimpse into the future was great. It's, I mean, we like we just want Deadpool three, even though there is a slew of great superhero films that are announced. We're still there's still some announcements that we're just dying to hear. Yeah, the greatest death scene maybe of all time in Deadpool two, uh, the, and probably and I think it might hold the Guinness. World record for longest death scene. <laughs> uh, so fucking fantastic. So many good things about Deadpool 2. Um, it's it's a movie that you can't say enough about. And same thing with my number one film, Avengers Infinity War. is so good. I love this movie, bro. Um, it is my number one movie of the year. And let me just say that I didn't see Avengers or Age of Ultron when they came out. It took me a long time to start watching those things. I think it took until we started this podcast. Yeah, you were, you were late on the pain wagon. I was a very late bloomer. I didn't see the Thors or the Captain Americas. but Or the even, Iron Man's really, too, I don't think. No, I did see okay, the Iron okay. Man's. That's all, all, all. The first two. Actually, okay. I didn't see the third one. Because you and I, you made I, I me love the watch third the one. third one. Yeah. Anywho, don't get me sidetracked, Alex. I don't appreciate <laughs> you getting me sidetracked. I'm talking about my favorite film of the year. Uh, comic book settings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. So many insane things happen. I remember being in the theater and rooting for so many people to die. And then when it happened, I was just like floored still that they actually pulled it off and fucking did it. What they need to do now is at the Oscars have like Thanos like there and have him snap his finger and then cut back to the chairs and half the crowd is empty. Can only the winners stay? <laughs> <laughs> no. The winners are gone. Their statues are there. So the losers have to fight over for it. No, no, no. I want all the losers to be gone from the theater. <laughs> and then we can just see it all. And it takes like 10 minutes. Perfect. Uh, nine and a half minutes are the opening number from uh, the Oh Hello crew. And then the next 30 seconds is just seeing those winners. Delightful. Yep. It's perfect. Uh, Doesn't get better. I think we should go ahead and jump into the actual number one film of the year. <laughs> no, you're not done. You have more to say? So, because I have absolutely no idea what Alex uh-huh. is going to say here, I want to review our oh, good call, our stuff. I'll go first, and okay. then you can lead into your sure. to yours. My number ten is I Kill Giants, which probably won for you. Uh, my number nine is Tight Ones. Remember those tight ones. Uh, number eight, Venom. Seven, Chilling Adventures of Sabringa. Number six, Ant Man and the Wasp. Number five, Aqualad. Number five, four, um, Black Panther, a.k.a. the story of Cam Newton, how great he is. Number three, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. I think that's what it's called, right? 
Yeah, you got it. Cool, nailed it. Number two, Deadpool two, uh, aka Untitled Deadpool sequel. <laughs> uh, number one, Avengers: Infinity War. And my top ten, uh, ignoring the Spider Man omission, uh, was Black Lightning, Venom at nine, Aquaman at eight, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay at seven, Ant Man and the Wasp at six, Black Panther at five, Titans at four, Deadpool two at three, Avengers: Infinity War at two. And the number one film of the year across all genres and all mediums uh, is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. This should have been on my list, but not near yes, the top. That's the greatest film of the year. I agree. Oh, my God. Never has, like, as amazing as they're able to pull together Infinity War, Teen Titans Go to the Movies pulled it off tenfold. How were they able to get Nick Cage to play Superman? Okay. How were they able to defeat a hero or a villain with their dance moves. I, you know, you only saw that in the first Guardians film, okay? It's an incredible. It had easily the best Stan Lee cameo of the year uh, by a wide margin. What was the Stan Lee cameo again? When they were on the lot, and it was Stan Lee, and they're like, this is a DC film. Oh, uh, yeah. The running joke of Deathstroke being Deadpool uh, was fantastic. Uh, just it's it's everything I wanted, and if you haven't seen Titans go to the movie, you should because it's going to win Best Picture. So go ahead and beat uh, everyone to the punch. Wow, uh, you know I I got really really worried <laughs> that we're going to be in another situation with like with Legion last year where I was like, oh my god, that's a top three film for me, and you did it again. Way to go! <laughs> we did it again, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> uh, no, this would. I just looked at my rankings, and this would come in at number eight for me. The fact that you have this at number one means um, I need to look through your cabinets and find what you're smoking so I can get me some. It's. I literally have never been more excited to rewatch a movie in my entire life. I'm actually excited to rewatch it too because it's, it's one of the funnier. Yeah. Of these films, uh, it probably will stand. It will definitely stand the test of time. Uh, that being said, it was fine. Yeah. That being said. Congratulations on taking home Best Picture, fellows. You guys did I, it. I almost fell asleep watching you, uh, <laughs> but it was still enjoyable. I yeah. like the movie a lot. Great. Number one film of all I'm time. I'm really happy that I Kill Giants isn't technically in my top 10. Uh, <laughs> so your top 10 is slightly less depressing now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot happier. Yeah. I mean, like, that's Would you good. remove that and <laughs> yeah, put this movie yeah, in yeah. its place? It's a polar opposite film. <laughs> It goes through the fucking yeah. roof. Did you include this in our list that you gave yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm not going to look through it like I did last year. Because <laughs> I was just... Uh, anywho. Yeah. Yeah, that was really depressing when I looked through and saw that I was missing your number one. Yeah, well, way to go. You I did, did it, it, it again. Way I to go. did it again. However, this time it's not my time. 2019, for. when we record this in 2020, you will, you, you'll be good to go. Yep. Uh, what episode are we on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we're on episode B. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I know that it's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Next week, if my calendar's right, we're going to be talking about the pilot of Deadly Class, which I know we're both looking no forward to. No shit, are we? Yeah. Is that our next thing that we're talking yeah. about? There's a movie that comes out, too. Anywho, we'll fi- we'll figure it out behind uh, behind the cameras and microphones. <laughs> are there cameras here? <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Feel free to yell at Matt for not having the best one of all time at number one. <laughs> oh my god, all time, you're an idiot. Oh, I hate you so much. 
Oh, find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, please unsubscribe from Alex's <laughs> poor opinions for 2019. If if there was one resolution you could have, it's not listen to us anymore. Uh, although we I love think your resolution, everyone should be to watch more Ben Affleck films 2019. Yeah, Phantom <laughs> Ben Affleck. I know you all watch Reindeer Games show. and Surviving Christmas over the holidays. Don't worry, they're good. 365. Oh my God! Get out of here. I'm For done. the henchman of comics, I'm Alex Ashback. and I'm over it. Henchman ain't easy.